0: Now I know what it means to be free. What in me. Have you ever had a thought that made you pause, that made you shake your head and wonder where the fuck that thought came from? And how fucked up are you? That's actually a dumb question because the answer is yes. And if you were to look me in the face and say no, I'd call you a liar. Peep game. The sun doesn't exist without the balance of the moon. The dark has to exist in order for the light to flush it out. Ying needs its yang. And if you tell me you're happy, good, and think angelic thoughts all the time, I don't trust you. And I probably think you're crazy. We all have moments when we are not our best selves. We have moments of petty, envy, stress, hate anger, and all the other seven deadly sins. Growing up, we are pushed, poked, and prodded into a train of thought that simply reinforces the idea that good people do this and bad people do this. By the time we're teenagers, we've seen so many superhero and Disney characters that we can recite our favorites by name. But I have a question for you. When you sat in front of the TV screen watching Superman fly, did you ever imagine yourself as the villain? When you watched saved by The Bell, or any other after-school TV show, did you ever imagine yourself as the loner and not the cool kid? As an adult, do you have any sympathy for why Scar might have been tired of Mufasa's shit? Why the Joker might have actually had a valid point? And really understand why Killmonger thought Wakanda was on some bullshit? My point is that during childhood, and even as adults, we like to think that there are always two sides, the light versus the dark and that they're easy to figure out and to distinguish from one another. But in reality, where good can be bad and bad can be good, sometimes the degrees of separation are not as easily fine-tuned. Typically, our black thoughts take aim at the world around us, but usually they have a secondary target that is just as important and even more frequent. Ourselves. We direct the worst elements of our fear, doubt, anxiety, and uncertainty at the man or woman looking back at us in the mirror. I'm infinitely curious by the role that social media plays in the theater of our mind. In a world where we can gain access to the worst and best deeds of man within a few clicks, we largely seem dedicated to presenting the best sides of ourselves as we fight to establish some sort of personal brand. And for what? We post motivational quotes that we don't apply or live by, we comment on words shared by other people to let them know that this shit right here, that was a word. Then we share the highlight reels of our lives, omitting our losses as we post the best sides of ourselves. In all cases, these things aren't lies. There are people really doing and living these things. But we all know people that are faking the funk. And in fact, maybe that person is us. But despite examples in our own personal life and in the larger cultural zeitgeist, A part of us wants to believe that if you think good thoughts, look good, act good, and do good, your life will be good. A while back, I posted a personal account of some of the personal fears that I had been thinking about and decided to express. These weren't fears that consumed my day-to-day life or even my everyday thoughts. But they were an expression of the common fears that I think everyone deals with, but so often won't discuss at all, or outside of a few select people. They ran the gamut of fear of ruining relationships, alienation due to finances, and losing a loved one. The point of me sharing the thoughts at the time was to firstly express myself, but to also make the point that the presence of these thoughts and these fears doesn't mean that you are giving into them. I actually believe it's the exact opposite. We all feel doubt, we all feel fear, we all feel anxious, and a ton of other negative emotions that are directed at ourselves and those outside of our own body. To confront the parts of yourself that are neither safe for public consumption, politically correct discourse, or helpful for personal development is the easiest and realest way to actually attempt to manage the worst parts of who we are. Are you homophobic, sexist, xenophobic? Racist, insecure, jealous, a pessimist, or just an all around asshole? Examine some of your worst thoughts rather than just dismissing them as a momentary lapse of your goodness, or at least wonder where that thought came from and if it's even close to being valid. When those same feelings are directed inward, we must ask ourselves those same questions. Hi, my name is Courtney. I think being an asshole is sometimes necessary. I do, in fact, think that there is a such thing as a stupid question. I am intensely annoyed by able-bodied, mentally stable, lazy people, especially men, and my high level of motivation is driven by a very real understanding and fear of failure. These are all thoughts and ideas that I'm actively aware of and that I attempt to manage and be mindful of. I have no interest in perfection. If you ask me, I'm convinced that even the Pope and the Dalai Lama have moments where they are not the best version of themselves and they depend on the grace and mercy of others to course correct their character. The occurrence of these thoughts does not make you a bad person or any less worthy of kindness, grace, or mercy. But if you are able, you have to face them and manage them in a way that will reduce their dangerous effect on the world around you and the world inside of you. The richness of your life is not metered out merely by the ratio of light versus dark thoughts, but it is deepened by the choices you make to control and mitigate them. In moments of doubt, acknowledge the possibility of failure, but focus on the necessary steps required for success. In moments of petty, chuckle for a moment if you have to, but ask yourself, if karma is real, how will this deed be returned upon me? In your darkest moments of thought, Do not look away from yourself. Do not act as if that is someone else or it's just a momentary fall from grace. Begin the process of deconstructing it. Open the door and leave it open so that the light can find its way in. Thank you guys for listening to episode 10 of the Unfortunately Honest Podcast. It has been a dope 10 weeks just doing this project every week and getting some of my thoughts and my ideas out and seeing the responses that they're having with people and how people are resonating with them. Again, I continue to thank you for listening and commenting. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, and I'll be back next week.